mystery and suspense, Agatha Christie, comes a spellbinding new film, Appointment with Death. Health and happiness. It's an invitation to murder. Murder? Well, oh, no, it hasn't happened yet. With Peter Ustinov, who returns to the screen as the world-famous detective Hercule Poirot. I'm often brought in in cases of sudden death. He's embarking on an international investigation, surrounded by an all-star cast of suspects. <laughs> Lauren McCall, Carrie Fisher, John Gielgud, Piper Laurie, Haley Mills, Jenny Seagrove, David Soul. Who is the victim? Hey, everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And like usual, I'm Randy. And today we're looking at 1988's Appointment with Death. It's not an action movie, despite the title. It's actually an Agatha Christie novel adaptation. Starring Peter Ustinov in his sixth time performing the role of Hercule Poirot. But the first and only with canon. Yep. Uh, Lauren Bacall, Carrie Fisher, uh, John Gilgood, Piper Laurie, Haley Mills, Jenny Seagrove, and David Soul. So as you can tell, it's a... An all-star cast mm -hmm. of names you may remember from the 80s. Filmed in Israel. For, as I read in the description, because it was cheaper. And since we're talking about canon, that's almost certainly not a rumor. It is certainly the truth. The budget for this film was surprisingly more than the budget for Bloodsport. It mm. was $6 million for, for Appointment of Death. I would imagine, considering the cast. <laughs> and would you hazard a guess how much it made at the box office afterward? Since we're in the decline of canon, how much do you think it made? I'm going to say probably about three, four. Dollars? Um, you're definitely closer than you think. Uh, $960,000. Oof. It didn't even break a million at the box office. Mm. I guess it might have been a uh, limited release even. Which is surprising for a film directed by Michael Winner. Well, also that it's... Kind of just a mystery movie. Those usually do well enough. But um, I guess we should say what it's about. I mean, it's technically an Agatha Christie story. So saying what it's about is kind of a, a feat. Yeah, it's just simply an Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot uh, movie. <laughs> yes, basically a family has inherited a will. And then the mother who is responsible for it causes a whole bunch of problems. Then she ends up dead and we have to find out who killed her. And they go to the they go on a trip to the Holy Land for some reason, and then spend ten minutes uh, uh, on a soapbox talking about the point of view of the owners of, of Canon uh, Film Groups and their thoughts on Israel and Palestine. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And by the end of the movie, you find out who kills the woman, and everything wraps up with a neat little bow. So that's really all I have to say about the plot. I mean, it's an Agatha Christie story, so you probably already know the the general stuff that happened in it. You know it's construction. Yeah. Also, uh, you you might have missed it, Randy, because you were busy, but the first 10 minutes of the movie is more or less just a montage of different sites starting in England and moving over to Israel where they end up. And X signifies one of the biggest issues with the movie, but first let's just talk about uh, general impressions. What wow, that was a movie. <laughs> that was uh, a movie... Like a movie I've seen that is a movie. Um, this is getting ahead. This is putting the cart before the horse. But uh, impression this movie was boring. It felt like a boring episode of Murder She Wrote, to be quite honest. 
And I generally like every episode of Murder, She Wrote. Ever see the episode where she, we get to see one of her novels and it's a former football player and a dog that is taking care of solving the mystery? That's a good episode. Oh, there are good episodes of of that show. But the problem with this movie is it drags a lot. And <laughs> they emphasize things like I've already just pointed out, Randy just pointed out that don't help the story at all and just kind of make it drag even further. I just liked, I like your pivot, JD. It's like Randy is trying to hijack this to become a Murder, She Wrote podcast because I was so bored with the movie. <laughs> the, and he went, nope, pivoting backwards. Well, that's ju- that's definitely a better example of what this was supposed to be. I mean, Agatha Christie's more or less inspired stuff like Murder, She Wrote. That's why it exists. It's pretty clear, considering Jessica Flesher is even a writer. But uh, this movie is just slow and it's only an hour and 40 minutes but it feels closer to two hours it's only an hour and 40 minutes and there's a lot you could easily cut out of this movie which is obviously going to roll right into the low lights of the movie i, I honestly think that <laughs> my, my basic rule of thumb watching films these last couple of years with you mm-hmm. has been every movie could be about 10 to 15 minutes shorter yeah and like we just talked about with blood sport a good editor can really make a difference and there are several parts in this movie where i was thinking that could have gone that could have gone. That could have gone. And several times are like, why is this scene still going? You could have gone in and out a lot quicker than they did. And there, it's not even a long movie. There's a lot of focus on the background and just kind of showing you mm. Israel. Well, there's there's a there's a good point to doing that when you want to establish a setting. But there also comes a point where you we can't don't stop need, establishing the setting. You don't need to keep doing it is what I was trying to say. There's a point where enough is enough. <laughs> I think that was one of the main issues with the movie. But of course, they were filming in Israel because it's cheaper, so they wanted to get as much out of it as they could, obviously. And even if it ends up sounding like, at some points, a uh, tourism uh, thing for Israel, like it's like they gave mm. the money and said, really sell us, sell our good points before you start talking about murder. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. It took how long before somebody actually died in this film? Oh, Like boy. 30 minutes? I would say longer than that. 40 minutes? There was... There were a lot of scenes, like there's a scene on a boat, for instance, that establishes obviously the family is and the relationship. and they're they're not good with each that, other. That's a fine scene. That's a fine section. But it also went on way too long, and it even lingered a way too long on, well, what was attempted to be a murder weapon and all that. And then after that, there's like a 20-minute gap before nothing happens again. Did I mention there's Carrie Fisher in this movie? I was certain she was the murderer, and I'm... I think they bent the plot just to make it so she wasn't the murderer. By the end of it, I was I was going on a spoiler. I was going on a uh, rant about how it's a compassionate killing by uh, <laughs> Carrie Fisher, who didn't really like her mother-in-law, but her mother-in-law was probably sick and, mm. and wanted to die in the Holy Land, but that wasn't the case. Yeah. And then it leads to who the actual murderer was, which was okay. And then uh, what happens after that, which I thought was a bit over the top and kind is of she, needed. She, uh, she honor kills herself with a gun. Which is kind of she was cleaning her gun by the window when it went standing off. up standing up by the window cleaning her gun oh what a sad accident that was yeah that that to me was a bit more unbelievable than anything else we saw in the movie which was a lot more i'm pretty positive i just said a direct quote from the movie yeah. oh what a sad accident it was yes it was like implying okay she didn't actually kill herself somebody else did but we're not going to bother in investigating because it, it would cause too much problems or they're not going to talk about her committing suicide which is also weird, because like I said, the you might as well just excise okay, that whole we're thing. We're dancing around it. The, the person who, who killed the uh, the victim it is Lauren Bacall, mm. playing Lady Wallen something West or other. Home, I think. West Home, and the 
person that was killed was uh, Boincraft. Bonecraft. <laughs> she was the mother of the uh... Boynton. Yeah, Boynton. Yeah, and it's it was believable why she would do it, but after that, you'd have to know this character to realize how the whole killing herself thing kind of sounds weird. She was uh, apparently a criminal, and she spent the whole movie being arrogant and full of herself, and she didn't even feel sorry for herself afterwards. She wasn't even apparently going to be arrested, considering everything, because they didn't have any proof. And then she kills herself, and nobody could decide if it's over guilt, which doesn't make sense, or she thinks she's going to be cut, which doesn't make sense. And why wasn't she going to be arrested? Because she was part of the upper crust of society. Yeah, which... She had a... Titled. She was a titled lady. Which is one she of the was Lady Westhome. Which is one of the reasons yes. she did everything she did. Which, But we're really digressing and we should really talk about our low point of we the just film. Did. We just did already. That was the editing. The editing is awful. It's slow. The movie could be a lot faster. The pacing is awful. This isn't even sevenings pacing. This is bad pacing. No, it's just bad pacing. It could have been a lot shorter. Um, and... The soapbox was a little bit out there and kind of like, okay, you're just wasting time. Stop. Yeah, there's a lot of wasting time, like I said, in the movie. There's that whole chase scene, which, again, didn't really need to be yeah, there. Yeah, a, a sudden um, chase sequence. That, that was out of nowhere. Mm. So, what was your highlight of the film? The cast. <laughs> the cast was the best part of the film. Which all, is always the case with these Agatha Christie uh, well, all the people, adaptations, right? It's, they're always an all-star cast. Well, you listed off the cast list before. They all did a good yeah, job. And once again, that cast is. Mm-hmm. They all fit their parts perfectly. Peter Ustinov as Hercule Poirot. Stop saying it like that. Hercule Poirot, Lauren Bacall, <laughs> Carrie Fisher, John Gilgood, Piper Laurie, Haley Mills, Jenny Seagrove, and David Soule. Yeah, they all, did, they all did good jobs. Oh, and did we mention that this movie was uh, directed by... Like Death Wishes Michael Winner. Which almost showed in the part where she killed herself because it was picture to fly through the window. And that the screenplay was co-written by Michael Winner? Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of good parts to the movie. The The biggest issue with it is how everything is held back by really slow... Not even deliberate, it's just slow. There's whole scenes that could be excised from this movie. Yeah, it's like this movie is... In, it's like... The cast is in in search of a good movie. Yeah. It's like, would you agree with me this felt more like a TV movie that would have regular uh, commercials and maybe take place over the course of two nights? Yeah. Like sort of an event? One of those event movies, definitely. That's why you would have all that padding if that was the case, so that would make more sense. Because as it is, it just feels like they just stack things on to make it longer for some unfathomable reason to me. And that it was also incredibly formulaic. Well, of course, it's an Agatha Christie. Christie, yeah, because she she kind of she's a mystery writer. I mean, mystery writers is the it's the same formula, mystery established, finding out who did it, then exposing who did it. So, JD, Mm -hmm. it's time to give our our rating for the film. Let me do what we did last time, and I'm going to guess you're giving this movie a two out of five. Uh, I was going to go somewhere around two point five, but I guess I'll go with the two. I. I just didn't like the movie. I didn't care for it, but there was nothing about it that makes me really strongly react to it either way. I just thought it was something to watch, really. I don't think I'd watch it again, mind you, but it so, was So what did you think watch. my rating would be? I would probably say a two. Yep. It was... It's because yeah. this movie... Threes, I feel like there's a little bit of a recommendation there with it going, yeah, no, it's like, it's it's worth watching at least. This kind of like, that's eh, not that good. There were parts where I might have gone with a... Could recommend it, but then when we got to the end, I was thinking it over, and I, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe if you like these types of things, but uh, as a whole, I let's put I it this way: 
ever since we uh, lightened the rule of doing other things while it's on, mm-hmm. I was just doing prep work for later episodes. Yeah. Because I stopped caring at some point because it got really boring. Yeah, there isn't even really any trivia for this movie. That's how... It's just kind of something they did, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's the trivia of the movie is that they changed the uh, original locations to Israel because it was cheaper. Obviously, which is a canon thing altogether. Actually, and, if... and the other piece of trivia is that Peter Usinov has played Hercule Poirot yeah. six times, three of them on film and three of them on TV. And apparently, according to you, he was in the Muppet movie. As a truck driver in The Great <laughs> Muppet Caper. Yeah, The Muppet, Great Muppet Caper, which is... More interesting than the movie was. Yeah, I wouldn't really recommend this movie for anybody. It's maybe just read the book. <laughs> just read the book. Good instead. rule of thumb for Agatha Christie. Just read the book. Just read. Just read it. It's. I said the mystery was well done, but I'm pretty sure it'd be better in prose form than it would be watching it like this because it's too much. Too much padding. Too slow. And I found the ending scene to be a little bit disrespectful because they go to a coronation. For, for somebody and mm. they're sitting at a table in a corner discussing, discussing the murder <laughs> and who did it. Yeah. And you're like, you're in the middle of a coronation. What are you doing? And then there was the weird... You're playing dress up for and, some reason. And then there was the weird way they handled the whole uh, quote unquote suicide thing at the end, which more confused me than anything else. Like, I, I, I don't know what you're trying to get across here and it's kind of weird. I don't know if this actually is a suicide or you're hitting it's not or... No, it's a suicide. They're not making any hints. They're, they're, they're just like... Why she would do it. Because remember, they said he, they took... They, she did what a man would do and took responsibility. Yeah. Is, is what, actually, no, sorry. She did what a lord would do and yeah. took responsibility. Which, like I said, is just kind of really out of character for who it was. But that aside, it's just... I just kind of forgot why... She, what the reasoning was for her killing him. her. I, I completely lost track of that. because She got, knew... She knew the truth about her past. She was uh, American. She was a felon. She wasn't really who she said she was. Oh, okay. Even though, like I said, everything about her is she's arrogant, full of herself. So it... I never forget a face mm. or a name yeah, or an accent. I don't, that's a really weird line to say, but okay. Yes, that's why her accent slipped several times because obviously she was a fake. Yeah, that's... So should we wrap this up? It's There's nothing really else to say. It's a I'm, movie. I'm getting a little hungry here. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, the, the food in this movie didn't really make me very hungry, but yeah. All right, that that's pretty much it for this one. I wouldn't recommend watching this movie. Um, Neither would if, I. Even if you like uh, Agatha Christie stuff, just go read the book instead. This movie has the Randy seal of disapproval. Mm. It's, a, it's a picture of Randy and a seal with a, a thumb down and, a, and a, yeah. a frowny face. Just give this one a skip. All right, everybody, that's all we got to say about this one. I'm JD. I'm Randy. And we'll see you next time we continue our cruise through the Canon catalog. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I did see someone in white approach her. She forced me to burn the real world. We've all suffered for so long. She picked an argument with one of the Arabs. There are so many possibilities. I'm totally baffled. Only one man can untangle this sinister web. How is it you're always in the right place to hear threats and plots? She fixed the will. We're trapped. Do you know who did it? I have until midnight, Colonel. Peter Ustinov stars as Hercule Poirot in Agatha Christie's Appointment with Death. At least one of you is very guilty indeed.